You're listening to The Andrew Miller Show. We have a special treat for you. Have you or someone you know ever considered running for office locally? Then you do not want to miss this. We're talking with Gokhan Kukarova, who ran for the Medina Park District Board in DuPage County, Illinois. Already an active member of his community as a soccer coach and well-known attendee of local board meetings, Gokhan ran for the Park District Board in Medina, Illinois, and came very close to winning against two incumbents. You'll hear what his campaign was about and how he campaigned. Really good conversation, and I hope more good people step up for these local elections and get involved for the better. Thank you, Gokhan, for joining the show. How are you doing today? Great. Thank you. How are you? Ah, fantastic. So this election that you ran for took place this past April, correct? Right. All right. And it was for, well, Medina County, uh, it was for like a parks commissioner role. Correct. Medi- yeah. Medina, Medina is a northwestern suburb of Chicago. Hmm. Very small community. Uh, most of them is, if not all, unincorporated oh wow and very um very tiny community and i was running for the park commissioner correct all right excellent and what motivated you to run for this particular office um well i have three children two of them are already attending certain park district and school district activities so they're in school age nine and six and a half. And I've been active with school board as well, go to school board meetings time to time. I'm also part of a school advisory committee member. And it is important that when you are an actively involved father, you use your park facilities park building or the parks around you and you notice how things are being handled and I did uh, what actually triggered me to pay more attention to this was um, in 2016 about a year after we moved into the area I noticed a safety concern in the nearest park to my house and I brought it up to the park administration's uh, attention. At least I attempted. Okay. Uh, I it it fell it fell in the air. No no email respond. Phone call was like okay we'll look into it. A year has passed. Not a, not just somebody has fixed uh, the issue. I I noticed. Maybe it wasn't even an issue at all, but lack of communication with a concerned parent was the first red flag for me. Oh, totally. So I had started attending park meetings. At the very first meeting, I knew there had to be something done. Uh, So seeing board members uh, the main main problem i noticed 
was that board members were elderly, which I'm not gonna um, discriminate against people's age, but running term after term, term after term, and clinging those unpaid seats. These are unpaid uh, seats. So you're not doing this for money. There is no uh, monetary uh, intent, I should say, yeah. or or uh, whatever. Incentive. So incentive, thank you. So, you know, when you have a park district with lots of lots of young children, you 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 kind of like looking for more upbeat, more interactive, more responsive uh, leadership. Mm -hmm. And I thought I would definitely provide that. And that's how I ended up running. And unfortunately fell 46 votes short. Yeah, that's close though. That, that was, was close. close. So the Correct. two people uh, who won, were they incumbents? Uh, well, uh, the board is uh, made out of five commissioners. All right. And they are not all elected at the same time. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I know way, how that goes. That way, that, that way you're not having a complete new board all of a sudden, all five members, for example. Yeah. So the next election will be in 2025. But uh, two incumbents... They've been there. One of them was running for her second term. The other one, who knows how many terms she's been there for probably uh, 40 years, 50. Who knows? I mean, it, wow. it feels it feels that long, even though yeah. it may not be. So, uh, yeah. It, it, and also, these are the people who uh, actually been living in the area for over 20 years. So coming in with eight-year residentship, residency i think uh we came close knocking on doors uh one-on-one -on -one, face to face some days 30 32 000 steps calculating with the smartwatch wow and one of the most rewarding parts was that as i mentioned ages of my children uh will keep the baby out of it he's only 20 months old but i took my six and a half year old daughter she was back then six and my right. nine-year-old son with me knocking on doors and handing out flyers, which was great because they are just coming into a school age. They are in the age that they're learning how government works, how it should work, how people should choose, and their voices should be heard. So it was very um, uplifting for me to see my kids were absolutely no uh, they, they didn't show any symptom of shyness. They were like, Dad, can I knock on this one? Can I knock on the door on this door at this house? Whatever. Yeah. And taking the fires out of my hands, which was fantastic. So it was it was a, a learning experience. It was also exercising democracy is a wonderful thing, regardless of uh, the problems in our country's uh, election system. So Oh, sure. Wow. And yeah, of all offices to run for and campaign for, this would be the best, one of the best kinds, like if kids are going to get involved in helping you, because, yeah. you know, you know, yeah, they're your kids and, you know, they're only, you know, so old and, you know, be a long time before they actually can vote. 
Yeah, it's right. about parks. It's about something that, like, if they play any sports, something they actually use. You know, so this exactly. is something exactly. where you know they 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 directly, you know, have a dog in this fight. Exactly, and and I think the most important part for me was that, uh, long after we're gone, they will remember this experience. Yes, you know, they will remember, and this this would be an experience of a lifetime, and not everybody in this world have the same privileges as our kids have. That is true. Mm -hmm. Wow. Now, even now I saw some of the endorsements you had. You had a you had a lot of good endorsements. You had a congressman endorse you. You had. You know, so that's pretty impressive for someone who's not a business as usual incumbent. And, you know, you were even endorsed by uh, like their local Green Party, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And but this was a non. But even with that, this, I mean, at least that still gives people an idea of what you stand for, what kind of views you have. But yeah. as far as like the race itself and how it appeared on the yeah. ballot, this was a nonpartisan race, correct? Yes, it was a nonpartisan uh, race. But um when I lived in this city of Chicago, uh, prior to our move to the suburbs in 2000, late 2015, um, there was a very uh, heated Chicago mayoral election. And the incumbent was uh, Rahm Emanuel. Everybody knows him as one of the most connected persons in American politics with oh, yeah. Clintons and Obama and whatnot. And of course, uh, a former Chicago alderman, uh, Illinois state senator, and currently uh, sitting U.S. Congressman Chuy Garcia was challenging him in first time in decades that election went to a runoff because people were uh, really engaged and back then, I was a full-time uh, professional photographer. Nice. And 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 uh, Mr. Garcia opened a campaign office two blocks from my house in Chicago. So I walked in one day because after I watched him on uh, one of the interviews on local TV stations, I really um, felt that he would be a better mayor for Chicago. So coming with photography background... Uh, I was welcomed at the campaign office, and next thing you know, their campaign photographer had a job opportunity and moved on, and they're like, would you like to jump on full-time? I had to uh, put a lock on my studio for a month, but it wasn't a busy month for us anyway, because I did mostly wedding and portraits. And Chicago, just talk about um, voter suppression, uh, mayoral elections have to be in a very cold windy winter month of february oh like we can't we can't we can't we can't possibly make it harder like oh yeah you 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 watch your candidate shaking hands and it's literally your hands are pink from the wind and frostbite and cold and uh yeah we have so many things that that i wish could be differently you know, having elections in May or June on a Sunday oh, yeah. would be terrific. But anyway, um, that that uh, candidate uh, narrowly lost to Rahm Emanuel. Uh, but we have established 
a lifelong, I will say, uh, friendship and relationship. And uh, I think he, he is still, in my opinion, fighting for the right cause. Uh, and he was generous enough to extend uh, uh, extend his endorsement. And also uh, our Forest Preserves president doing an excellent job uh, since he took office, knowing that I do utilize and, uh, uh, and, uh, and use our parks and forests with my family, trying to give them as uh, best example of a life with close to nature experience. Oh, definitely. So we experience, we, we get to know our parks and our forests. Wow. And I the noticed... Green Party, of course, uh, same. Uh, Green Party and I line up far better in terms of uh, our world outlook, discipline, and philosophy. Nice. Mm -hmm. Well, that's good. Yeah, because there's the Green Party's website where I came across uh, your campaign. Now, mm -hmm. I came across it recently. They posted it recently, so that gave me the impression you know, you're in next week's election. So I'm like, oh, I better reach out to see if he wants to do an interview. But, but no, this is still mm -hmm. a a great experience to hear about because again you came really close so it does show that you know the, the chance is there i mean you came really close and i looked yes. at even precinct results and there are some precincts where you actually won yes of course yes yes yeah now, do Good you think that, you mentioned it yeah yeah now do you think that uh this being a nonpartisan election could have been what helped helped a lot you know, because people, you know, they're voting for you based on what they know about yes, you yes, rather than exactly, how exactly. team A, team B, um, and that's it. I look at it this way. Parks are our property. They belong to us. They, Regardless of your party affiliation or worldview, you you are paying for these parks. Oh, yeah. And and I... I I don't care if a person has a Biden-Harris sign in front of their home or a Trump flag. I don't care. You're my neighbor. And yeah. you and I are paying for these taxes for the parks and the schools. You know, your worldview is your opinion. That that's That's yours. And I am here not to talk about who to vote for the president or whatnot, but do you agree that we have these problems with the parks? Would you like to see it better? Or what would you like to hear or see being done for the parks? And that's how I approach my neighbors. And a lot of people also have seen me riding bikes in the neighborhood for years, not just prior to the election. So some parts, of course, I've never been to, but I went to the county and uh, Green Party's uh, local uh, leadership have been very helpful in terms of uh, where to find information and and uh, precinct maps and uh, walk lists and whatnot. It was very helpful, and some members actually come and help uh, get out the vote and uh, knock on doors, and so that that was that was a, a good experience. But again regardless of party affiliation it belongs to us and it was weird that we have quite a few 
even though we are, we are a small park district, we have most of our parks need an uplift, a facelift. And when you have a, a park district a, a president, elected official, uh, offering, even after books are closed, the budget is done, uh, offering to borrow money to buy a house in a corner to create a small community museum. The idea sounds maybe fair and nice, but we, you got to put your priorities together. Oh, sure. You know, you, you, you have uh, slides and swing sets, playground material, um, the tennis courts falling apart. I couldn't get one piece of fence extension for our basketball court for eight consecutive years. And last time I was there, I said, congratulations, one summer, one more summer has passed and we still have this court hasn't fixed and the soccer field has, uh, the goals are full of holes. And think uh. about it this way. Um, I, I, I used to go to meetings with printouts Okay, what I'm asking you to get done costs this much money on Amazon, you know, with the with the <laughs> price and everything. You nice. know, why, why cannot be not done? Think about it this way. Small children playing basketball. They throw the ball. These are small children. Yeah. Not only my child, but I, I go to the parks often. Like I mentioned, I see, I watch kids, how they uh, play and Behind the small fence is a downhill. These kids, they're just learning, six, seven, eight, nine-year-old kids. They miss the hoop. The ball goes behind, and it's a downhill. They have to climb downhill, get the ball, climb up back to the yeah. basketball court. You know, it, it, it makes no sense. You can just build a couple of posts and put a little, uh, you know, those um, golf practice oh uh, yeah ranges. Def yeah definitely now you can put some netting around or a fence just, or a tall fence or exactly. something exactly just make things uh more uh attractive because the thing is just like i mean everybody knows when you're buying a home you're looking for taxes schools parks crime top four uh criteria that everybody looks at pay attention to oh yeah you know, if these things are not attractive, people will look elsewhere to purchase their home. And if your taxes are not enough for the expenditures, you're going to have to put it on the election to raise taxes, and nobody's going to like that. Oh, no, but not sadly, at all. Uh, the election being a midterm-ish, the turnout was literally little over 19 barely 20 percent of people showed up to the uh, poll wow that was kind of sad yeah yeah and low turnout is what uh you know these business as usual incumbents count on a lot of times exactly but uh, that brings us back to the same point like schools parks crime and taxes if they are not attractive people will go away from it our political system is not attractive because we have this two-party duopoly 
So you are either uh, Republican or Democrat. Otherwise, you are excluded. You're not allowed to, pretty much not allowed to have a voice. Yeah. And what happens is that if you line up yourself with one of the two parties, you know the term, the, the, the machine politics, they will grind you in that machine. You either become a product of that machine or it will crush you. You will not have a voice. You will leave politics completely. That's why, in my honest opinion, it is very crucial for a healthy democracy to include everybody's voices. Think about we have a presidential election coming next year. Yeah. And if the person who likes to get back in the office with the funny hair and small hands <laughs> wants to decide he if he decides to go into a debate with the current president, rest of the political spectrum will be left out. Oh yeah. In my in my opinion, regardless of ideology, anyone who gathers enough signatures to be on the ballot for the president of United States should be able to debate on the national television. Whether that person is libertarian, white supremacist, black supremacist, if that even exists, uh, a socialist, communist, fascist, I couldn't care less. I, I'm very honest with you. As a voter, if that person has enough votes, enough signatures to be on the ballot nationally, I want to hear that person and I want to be in charge of my own decision. Yeah. You know, Same not here. everybody wants steak or chicken. Maybe I like salad. Maybe I like seafood. Yeah, exactly. Right? So it is uh, it is an uphill challenge. And, uh, you know, we are in Illinois. We are known as a, a more liberal state. But when it comes to voter suppression, we're not far off from some of the southern states either like being a member being a candidate for a third party member is extremely hard here extremely oh, sure. hard in in our district for example if if i want to run for congress as a democrat or republican i need to collect less than a thousand signatures if i am libertarian green socialist or a religious uh, whatever party we're looking at 13 14 15000 signatures wow how 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 is that democracy how is that fair i understand that i personally wouldn't want to see a ballot with 20 different candidates but i'm sure if there is a will there is a way yeah and you know there, there could be some sort of uh, agreement on a more fair number that everybody can get. Yeah. I mean, still, you'd still want to see more than two. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I guess since this was a nonpartisan one, you know, and a lot of people already knew, knew you because you're involved in going to all these meetings and everything. And, you know, 
even uh, volunteering and coaching youth soccer. So a lot of people's parents know you. So it sounds like you know, a lot of people already knew you and then, and they, and they see your name on the ballot. They, everything you've done at the meetings, everything you've contributed to the community, you know, it's what they associate you with rather than, you know, red or blue or exactly you know, elephant exactly. or donkey or whatever party's logo, you know, so right. instead of like having that make them flip a coin or go with the lesser evil without even thinking, you know, they, right. you know, they're actually able to, you know, you know, put thought into voting for you. Yeah, especially when it's uh, more of a local uh, community-related election. Yes. Oh, definitely. Would uh, definitely would have been uh, happier to see a higher percentage of uh, attendance or you know, participation. Oh, definitely. And. Yeah, and then uh, sometimes it's just a matter of the turnout as well. But you still came really close, though. So again, it right, shows that the right, the chance right. is there. Like if you're to run again next time around, right? Yeah, you know, there's a high. It's just as highly likely that you know you could win that time as well. You know, the, the chances are there. Options are, you know, still there. I haven't decided if I'm running or not yet. Uh, as the next election for the, uh, the park would be 2025. So we, we still have a little ways ahead, but uh, we'll see. Time will show. Time will show. Oh, definitely. I know uh, reading about you on your site, so one like specific thing you noticed that was that, you know, when you spent time, you know, being involved in soccer, that uh, there were a growing number of families signing up their kids to similar programs in neighboring towns instead of Medina, the hometown. And then right, when you're talking right. about those goalposts and other things at the parks recently, you know, it makes sense. Why do you think that's a huge contributing factor to that? It, it is uh, even. Even some of uh, my students' parents. Uh, told me that they signed up their children to neighboring towns activities when they found out that I was not going to be able to coach uh, following seasons because we were expecting our new baby. Oh, okay. So so time was going to be of essence. So needed more time for my family. So I uh, took a break. And when the baby was born, actually, some of those parents uh, really wanted me to coach. And they, uh, one of them actually become my assistant coach. He's like, you know what? We want you to coach our team. Wow. And, and I am willing to cover for you if something happens and you can't, you can't make a game or a practice. I'll be more than happy to, uh, you know, I knew nothing about soccer. And then just watching you teaching the kids, I learned. And he became an excellent uh, uh, assistant coach. And then, you know, we went from there. The first season I coached, we broke records. Like eight games, we scored like 40-some goals. We did really well. well. Yeah. Wow. And so, uh, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, you know, 
being that you you did perform really well in this uh, election and everything, uh, what advice would you give anyone who's you know considering running for office, even if it you know no matter what level it is, or depending on what level it is, you know based on your experience and all the effort and work you put into it, what would you Definitely. what kind of rec ideas would you or what would you recommend people who would be interested in uh, pursuing that? Do, do yeah, do your do your homework ahead of time in terms of uh, what are the requirements for the office you are thinking about running? How many signatures uh, and and the dates, all the legal procedure, you got to know, uh, I think it will do you a great service if you do your homework ahead of time, don't miss deadlines, um, and in your own community, try to find people who has done it before, get some advice, because uh, someone running for a park district in Pennsylvania might have to follow different rules than uh, I had to. So, yeah. you know, get, getting to know some local community leaders or people who are active in their community is great. I will highly recommend getting in touch with local Green Party chapter because uh, Green Party is really invested in community-based politics. So they will help you even if you are not a party member. And oh, nice. I wasn't actually. I, I was not a party member when I first reached out to get some uh, opinion and help. And and I become a member later on. And uh, not very long ago, I was elected as the political director of DuPage County green party nice and I'm, I'm excited about it uh you know i will be helping to shape public policy and help guide uh future candidates for local office and whatnot oh so, nice so that would be it and be ready and invest in uh comfortable shoes don't be <laughs> shy of knocking on doors because if you are willing to put your uh, head out for your community, you cannot do it by yourself. You have to. Uh, you have to be proactive. Knock on doors. Talk to people. Don't be shy. You know, I had people who uh, said, "I'm not interested." Thank you. Bye. Sure. And I had people who kept me talking for 30 minutes standing on a driveway no problem there will be yeah. those experiences and i think the most most important thing i can tell is let people talk don't tell them straight up what is the problem that you think what you're going to do to fix it ask what they think Ask what they're experiencing. Ask what they would do to fix the problem that they think exists. Maybe, just maybe, a grandma who just opened the door when you knocked on will give you an idea or a solution that you never thought of. Oh, yeah. So, so listen five, talk one. Ah, that makes sense. Especially if uh, people are 
voting for you to represent them, then yeah, you have to do that. It's important to know what their experience. Oh, definitely. Mm -hmm. And looking back at the campaign and everything, is there anything you would have done differently at all or no? Uh, not really, not really. I mean, I tried to knock on every single door. Um, but again, having three kids and a full-time job, and also I have uh, a part-time job uh, managing a five-unit apartment building oh, wow. on the weekends. So time-wise, I think I did the best I could. I didn't uh, sacrifice so much from my family time. That's why it was actually great to involve the family into it too, take my kids with me. And we, we, we had great time. I think I would, I would do it the same way if I do it again. All right. Excellent. Mm -hmm. To learn more about Gokhan Kukarova and his campaign, check out MedinaForward.com. That is M-E-D-I-N-A-H forward.com. Election day is just about here, so let's hope you have good options on your ballot. If not, why shows like this exist? Feel free to check out interviews with other candidates, whether Green Party or Libertarian Party, by scrolling down through the episodes. You can also find silly rants, but even better than that, you can also find episodes about great ideas and movements, ranked choice voting, a national popular vote, open primary elections, down ballot initiatives, participatory budgeting. It's all here on The Andrew Miller Show. As always, let's move forward together and peace out.